Hello world, I go by the name of J5 and I'm sitting here with my wonderful wife, Dasha. And that's it. It's just me and Dasha <laughs> today. Yeah, no guests today. Uh, we're going to take a break from the guests this week. But anyway, the topic that we want to bring you guys actually came up today. Me and Dasha were out hanging out with my dad and we were talking about how we had lived together for a couple years prior to getting married. Not Was it a couple years? It's two years in October. Yeah, so it's officially two years. Okay, so almost two years we've been living. So two years we've been living together. And I told Dasha that I wasn't going to marry somebody who I had not lived with. And she said that was news to her. It was news to me. People have been asking me, oh, how's marriage? How's married life? And I'm like, "Ah, it's really no different when you live with somebody for two years. (laughs) 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 Right, because Dasha still feels like we're dating. Nothing's changed (laughs) at all for her. Well, you're supposed to (laughs) date your husband, right? Date your wife? I guess. Isn't that what they say? Yeah. I need you to date me harder. (laughs) Yeah. I need some more date action. (laughs) Okay. But anyway, so that's what we're kind of going to talk about. Um, You know, is it a good idea to live with somebody before you marry? I know a lot of people feel very strongly about that subject, you know, and feel like you shouldn't live with someone before you're married or at least committed to being married. I myself happen to feel differently. So So that's the topic, to shack or not to shack. That is the question. So what is your take on it? Should couples live together before marriage? I think it's a great idea to live together before marriage. <laughs> I, mean, I definitely think your relationship has to be at a certain point. You have to be ready for that. But for me, I need to get to know every day you. You know? <laughs> Not just, oh, you're over my house for the weekend, you, or we've been hanging out all week, you. I need to know you just woke up, you just went to sleep, you snoring in my face, you. I need to know it all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I need to know... You leave your dirty drawers hanging on the shower, you. you know, <laughs> Which um, I don't do. I don't leave my dirty drawers hanging on the shower. Allegedly. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. She doesn't do that. But yeah, I, I think you need to get to know the ins and outs of somebody if you're going to spend the rest of your life with them. And I know that may not be the traditional way of doing it, but that's just how I feel, especially with divorce rates being as high as they are. I feel like a new marriage can be very stressful. And I feel like if you have to also get to know the person like, you know, to really get to know them at the same time, because y'all just now living together and you're just now noticing certain nuances, you know, then that could be a problem. And that could, you know, multiply on top of the regular stress just from a new marriage. And I think it can cause a problem. Well, my take on it is I actually disagree. I do not think that I mean, if you want to live together, that's fine, but I do not think that it should be a prerequisite to getting married to live together. Um, My reasons being that I think it takes away from the spark of the new marriage. So That might be a bad spark. (laughs) But go ahead. So it's kind of a double-edged sword, like you said. You get to know, you have to get to know that person in that first year and learn how to be a husband or a wife. I feel like that comes with the territory of new husband and new wife. And it does to a certain extent, but I think the problem is today people can't handle that. So it's too much. It's too much. Yeah. Especially with it being so easy to get a divorce now. Yeah. Well, I don't know. just going back to two years ago when me and you started living together, this may not be the case for everybody. I didn't feel like it was that drastic. I mean, I, I learned a lot of things about you, but I would also say another negative 
thing about living together before marriage is for the woman, you're giving away all the benefits of being a wife without actually being a wife. And if you want to get, I mean, that's okay if you don't want to get married, but if you want to get married and now you're just living with your boyfriend, who's to say that he's ever going to take it to that next level with you? Like y'all have to really had those conversations before that even happens. I think we did we talk about that before we moved in together? Like if we didn't, I know in my mind I was thinking we can move in together, but don't be thinking that this is gonna be some common law marriage right. where well, I think <laughs> we're that, just doing this for five that years. That can happen. I think that can happen, but I think it has a lot to do with you knowing, you know, who you're dealing with. You know, after you've been dating and you're thinking about taking your relationship to that level, I kind of feel like you should know if this is the type of person who seems like they're interested in marrying you or seems like they just, you know, along for the ride or whatever the case may be, you know. But I still think that it's a good idea to live with a person. And I I get what you're saying about, you know, giving away the, uh, what's the saying they say? Giving away nobody's the gonna, horse before the cart or what? No, nobody's going to buy the cow you know, oh, for free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So just because <laughs> you live together, I don't think that you necessarily are giving away the milk. Because to me, you know, when I'm thinking about getting married, you know, having a wife, I'm not thinking, yes, a woman that can live in my house for the rest of my life. That's not what the being a wife is. So I don't think by giving that away, you know, that you're like spoiling it or giving them all the benefits of being a wife, you know. And that's one of the other places where we differ, where you feel like things are so similar to how they used to be. You know, I told my dad today that the biggest difference for me um, being married versus when we were just dating or even engaged is that I actually feel responsible for another person now. And I feel like my decisions really have an effect on you. Whereas before, I felt like I was still just making decisions for me. You know, and so I can make some decisions that might have been a little more careless or reckless, whereas now I won't do those things because I'm thinking about you too. But it should have been like that. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. That's but how if it, it had now. been like that, then I would be giving away the milk for free. Okay, so the woman just gives away the milk for free, and the no, guy, and <laughs> I don't think so. Because you know, I was as a coming living, home and packing your lunch and. All right, and wait a minute. Cooking. Now it's and... not like you was packing my lunch every day. No, and that was just the norm. No, it it wasn't the norm, and I wasn't doing it every day. But I think girlfriends do that kind of stuff, though. I do. Not living, not girlfriends who are not live-in girlfriends. When me and you were dating, I and you lived with your friends, and I lived by myself mm-hmm. or with my dad. I wasn't coming over to your house. And asking you, what are you going to eat for lunch tomorrow, John? What are you going to take to lunch? Uh, those weren't my concerns. I'm pretty sure you did ask me that. You may not have been fixing my lunch, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you was in my business trying to figure out what I was going to eat and what I was taking to lunch and stuff. And I think that more so had to, had do, to do with, with the money. The but, What you were eating in right. general more so Still, than... Like I said, girlfriends do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whatever. All right. What about getting too comfortable? I guess this kind of ties back into what I just said about giving away the benefits. But what if you thought you wanted to get married, right? Mm-hmm. And then we started living together. And then you realized, I don't have to get married to do all this. Like, we could just chill. We could do this. And then I don't have to be legally obligated to anything. Okay. Well, I understand that. But that's when I think it's up to the woman 
to be like after a certain period of time, if she feels like the man is getting too comfortable where he doesn't feel like he needs to get married, he's not, you know, advancing in that way, he's not making it seem like he's really interested in that or making moves towards that, then as a woman, eventually you have to say something, you know. You you have to ask that question. Okay, so what are we doing here? We've been living together for X amount of years. You know, I want to get married. I thought you wanted to get married. What are we doing? What's the plan? It's the same way y'all put the pressure on us when y'all when we're just dating and you're like, okay, so what is this? Are we boyfriend and girlfriend or what? <laughs> it's the same thing. You got to put the pressure on them to find out, you know, are y'all still on the same page? Not just sit back and let them live there and just be like, oh, well, I will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Fine. <laughs> I still, this has not changed my mind. I still don't agree. But what about like getting too comfortable in the sense that now you're starting to do your Monday through Friday things that maybe a guy who's never lived with a woman before didn't know women did or had to do. Like now you're taking your wig off. I guess if you're, (laughs) (laughs) I guess if you're sleeping together, you might already be doing some of those things, but I'm trying to think of an example. Well, like, before you even go ahead, I'm glad you said that. Okay. Because what you're <laughs> talking about is the exact reason why I feel like you should live with somebody. Because if I haven't been seeing you take your wig off and walk around looking crazy, I need to see that. But that comes with the territory of being married. Those are those things. Where what you- if I can't stand you walking around looking crazy? That's not an option once you say I do. You have to figure That's out a the way problem. to... That's the problem. I don't want to walk into something that I don't have an option of backing out of unless I know for sure that this is what I want. So what is something that I could have... What is something that I would have had to have done to make you be like, oh, I can't marry that? You know, I... It's hard to say because obviously we didn't have any of those kinds of issues. It's hard for me to pick out something like that. For me, I'm pretty easy. So it would have had to be something really drastic, right? It would have had to be you're nagging about, um, you know, me doing chores and whatnot would have had to be like really extreme. You know, I understand typically speaking, a woman is cleaner than a man. You know, she wants her house in order more so than a man a lot of times. And that's fine for you to say like, hey, you need to do this or I want you to do that. But if it was like extreme, that probably would have turned me off a little bit, you know, if I was feeling like you were more of my mom than my girl. You know, outside of that, you know, there would have to be something like with your hygiene as far as, um, I don't know, like especially like, I guess, feminine parts, mm-hmm. you know. So, like, if you wasn't keeping up your lady parts right, if, <laughs> <laughs> if you walking around smelling like a man, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So it's like, oh, you smell like a man on regular days, but then when it's time to see me, that's when you clean up. Like, that would have been an issue for me. Like, if now I'm living with you and you always funky or something like that. So I don't know if anything, any one thing in particular could have made me say no. It would have had to be a combination of a lot of bad things, right? But my fear was, what if I do propose to her and we get married and then all of a sudden all those bad things do exist? And now I'm stuck. Trapped. <laughs> you know, so that's what I was trying to avoid. And that's why I thought it was a good idea. I I mean, what we can agree to disagree. We did yeah. end up living together and it was um I'm not sure what you said to convince me, but all of my friends, they were First of all, <laughs> I didn't convince you. <laughs> 
You were trying to convince me. I remember explicitly saying, are you sure? I thought you didn't want to live together before you got married when you first brought it up. So it wasn't me convincing you. You were the one that was ready to live together. I For saw, other reasons, obviously. But yeah, I it saw you. it as an opportunity to have a roommate. I was looking for a roommate because I needed to um, lower my rent costs. And the one that I wanted to be my roommate did not live in Atlanta. She was a flake. <laughs> you know, you know who, who you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was either go back to my parents' house or see what hat see if we can take this to the next level with John and even though I was against it I still was like I guess it's not a terrible idea if we really are considering being lifelong partners to for the record I ain't throwing no shots all right <laughs> I feel a shot coming on <laughs> I ain't throwing no shots but I also told Dasha well, look at all your friends who feel like that was a bad idea and how many of them are married now? It sounds like a shot. But I ain't no shots. No shots. Like you know shot. what I'm saying? No shots. <laughs> Just saying. Because she's not convinced that if we hadn't moved in when we did, that we would not be married now. I keep, what I told I, yeah. He keeps saying, no, we, we, I wouldn't have proposed to you when I did. And I just find that so hard to believe. I really We do. would not be married. I really yet. do. <laughs> For one, as a, as a single man, you know, you know, they say you're single till you're married. That's what I mean by single. But single man, you know, I might be dating or whatever, but I'm not living with my girl. I got a whole lot more freedom, you know, more room for those outside influences to sneak in on me, you know, and grab a hold of me. Well, to counteract that, I would say you're going to do what you want to do, married, living together, single or not. That's true. But it's known fact that it's easier to do stuff. When you don't have somebody or somebody's not up under you all the time. We could agree on that. We can't agree on I'm that. I'm not saying that I wanted to, you know, stray or cheat on you or nothing like that. But, but what if I'm you did is, want to, it Well, I'm just matter. saying that I had more freedom. And so the lifestyle that I was living when I was living with my, um, with my roommates, I don't think would have led me to marriage as quick as the lifestyle that I led while we were living together. That's what I'm saying. Because while I'm living with my roommates, I'm just this guy who has a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Right. But when we're living together, now I'm starting to feel more at home with you, mm-hmm. you know, and feel like this togetherness, us being life partners mm-hmm. or whatever. And so I think that lifestyle kind of nudged me towards the marriage mm-hmm. thing. Whereas if I was still hanging out at the party house, then I don't think I would have been feeling like I was getting pushed towards marriage. I guess. I. I... I understand. I understand what you're saying. I'm just thinking, I wonder what our marriage would be like. We've been married now, what, two months? Yeah. So I just wonder, what would it be like if we had just moved in together? Um, like, would we be... We'd would probably it, be trying to rip each other's heads off. I, but we weren't trying to rip each other's I'd be, heads I'd off. I'd be shoving the toothpaste cap down your throat right now. <laughs> if that was the case. So I leave the cap off the toothpaste. Sorry, guys. He will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> or will I? Yeah, I mean, we normally rock with just two different toothpastes now, so yeah. that problem is kind of solved. That was the solution. But just things as simple as that. I mean, I know that's something so silly, and it doesn't um, it doesn't annoy me to the fact where I'm, like, mad at you. I want to have an argument, you know. But just things like that, things that you just aren't used to, because when you live with somebody, you start sharing more. Like, for example, sometimes, like, if I run out of deodorant, 
I use a lot of deodorant. I work in construction. <laughs> I sweat a lot. I've always sweated a lot, mm-hmm. you know, even since I was a kid. So I might run out of deodorant. So now I'm like grabbing Dasha's deodorant, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to use it, you yeah. know. And uh, I believe even one time, I think I like, I don't know, if it probably more than one time, but like I left some hair on the deodorant or something. <laughs> and, you know, she said something to me about like leaving hair on her deodorant. And I was like, you know, my bad. You know, and I'm looking at her like not a big deal, but that's probably the same way she's looking at me when it comes to the toothpaste. <laughs> but, you know, when you're when you're cohabitating with someone, especially when you're in a relationship, now roommates might be a little different, but especially when you're in a relationship, you start to share more things, things that you've never shared before in your life voluntarily or involuntarily and so those are the things that i would like to be able to get used to prior to getting married and now i'm looking at my new wife who i'm supposed to be all in love with and i can't stand her because she'll not screw the cap on toothpaste <laughs> or close the cabinet doors yeah, in I the mean, kitchen that doesn't bother me so much i think it's interesting but it doesn't really, <laughs> really bother me though i just come through and close them i just think there's always surprises when you move in with someone even when i moved out of my parents house and started living with my friends there was things that they would do that i would notice were different from my household and it almost would drive me crazy sometimes you know some of those things my parents used to fuss at me about now i find myself wanting to fuss at them and i don't of course because we were all grown but yeah. you know it was just kind of an eye-opening experience i remember talking about that on our first date one of the, i know one of the things was not cleaning the dryer trap out oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i was like what they don't do that that's fascinating How that could start a fire in case, yeah. y'all, in case y'all didn't know you got a lot of heat going on and a lot of lint all right you're gonna burn your house down oh, dryer trap probably hasn't been cleaned out since you moved out. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. We should check it next time we go over there. (laughs) Is there anything that totally surprised you about living with me? Totally surprised me. Um, It's coming out. I think you've helped me take down my weave a couple of times, but... That's not... But that doesn't bother me. Things like that. Uh, I I think that kind of comes along with a woman. (laughs) But... I don't know about totally surprised me. One thing that I was surprised by was like your independence. You know, I kind of felt like having a man in the house that, you know, your independence level wouldn't be so high. You know, we touched on this in other podcasts. I think it might have been last week where we talked about, you know, you wanting to carry all the groceries or not wanting help with certain things. Yeah. You know, and I guess I felt like if we were living together, you'd be more inclined to have me help you, you know, with certain things. So that was surprising. Um, was there anything that totally threw me off? I would say no, because most of the things that I noticed were, you know, small things like the toothpaste, you know, so nothing crazy. Um, some of the things, you know, made me more comfortable around you. Like I like said, what? it made me feel like you were a real person, you know, <laughs> I don't know, you know, like a sock laying in the floor or something, you know, sometimes you're dating somebody and they trying so hard to impress you and keep everything clean, you know, and neat. That you don't get to see the real side of them. I find it interesting that neither one of us make up the bed. I don't know if we did that when we first started dating. Well, I know you didn't. But I, I probably didn't. I, I wonder if I that. did when I was living by myself, if I tried to make up my bed before I think we came you did. Over. You definitely kept your bed made a lot. I don't <laughs> even know. But is that not something that you would do normally? What? Make, make up- the bed? I kind of felt like you stopped making the bed up because I wasn't making it up. <laughs> <laughs> like I was messing it up, but I wasn't helping make it up. <laughs> Yeah, I think that. Well, I think for me, it was more like a cleaning day kind of thing. Like I'm doing laundry and I'm yeah, like cleaning up, and I would make up the bed and I would make it up real pretty, 
And then all the days following that, I would get in it and I would get out of it and I would make it again. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you yeah, know, once like, you clean I, something, you want to keep it clean. That's funny because, like, when I have my cleaning day, making the bed is not even on my list of things to do. <laughs> now, I do make the bed from time to time. I'm not saying that I never make the bed, but that's just like not on my list. It make me making the bed is just me looking at the bed one day and I'm like, hmm. Maybe I should straighten this out, or, <laughs> or um, you know, my sheets. You know, I've been sleeping on my sheets for a while, and I wash them. So obviously, when I get my sheets out the washer or dryer, you know, I make the bed. Then, yeah, you know, stuff like that. But uh, as far as like a chore, nah. <laughs> don't even look at it like I that. I guess you're right. Then I probably don't do it as much because of you. I know some things that surprised me about you were um, you get annoyed when. You ask me where something is, and I say, did you look here? Did you look there? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> it is so weird to me that that is annoying to you. Because when I ask you where something is, I just want to know, do you know where it's at? It's like, it's a yes or no question. And if the answer is yes, then you can follow it with where it's at. No, because the answer is no. I don't know where it is. Well, that's what but you tell these me. are all the no, places no, 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 no. that it could be. I don't need be. your suggestions. These are all. <laughs> but half. But nine times out of ten, my suggestions are right. The last two uh, times. The last two times. All right, look. I look. We. I've been keeping two times. I've been keeping count. Two okay? times out of a hundred does la- not mean nine times out of ten. That's the not last, the same thing. But that's the only times that I was like, I'm going. I'm going to remember this conversation. Well, I'm telling you that the first ninety-eight times you were wrong. What? Okay, so no. It matter. Uh-uh. Yes. No. But yeah, that's because when I ask, like, do you know where something's at? I want you to either say yes or no. And if you know where it's at, tell me. If you don't know, maybe I'll say, well, do you have any idea? And that's when you should give me the suggestions. But if no. I say, have you seen the TV remote? I don't need you to say, did you look on the couch? No, like, I, I would say, that. well, did you? Uh, okay. Sometimes I'll say no. Well, did you look on the couch? Or... I'll say, did you look on the couch? Did you look in the couch? Did you look in the kitchen? This was the one of the most recent times. Do you know yeah. where the remote is? Did you look in the kitchen? Because I think that's where I had it last. And boom, there it was. Yeah, you was right that time. And I told you you were right that time. That time. <sighs> Whatever. One time out of 100. <laughs> okay, whatever. I'm gonna start keeping count now. That's fine. For real, for real count. And I'm gonna I'm gonna report back to you at the end of every month. So the other thing that I thought was interesting about you is that you're very vocal about how you want things to look or where you want things in the house. Like when we were moving into this house, mm-hmm. we kinda had some back and forth about the bookshelf. Mm-hmm. Like I wanted the bookshelf to be in the office with the books, but you wanted to put the other stuff on the bookshelf. And I was like, Well, I don't wanna put the books on the bookshelf and put it in the living room. A bookshelf with books belonging in an office. I thought mm. that was an interesting conversation that we were having. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I guess when I'm when I'm kind of, you know, focused on having something my way, then yeah, I do what I can to get it. <laughs> but I mean, I had a reason for wanting the bookshelf down there. You don't remember what it was? No. Because, you know, we were moving in a home from a one bedroom apartment. And so we didn't have a ton of furniture. And I was trying to make it still feel homey. So I didn't want to have like one piece here, one piece spread out in this room over there. Uh, one bedroom the... apartment to a four bedroom. Right. And now like the house feels empty because we got we just took one thing and put it in each room. And now our living room doesn't feel like a living room. So I was trying to furnish the living room. We had another table that I bought at the same time as the bookshelf that matches the bookshelf that was also going to go down there. The one behind the couch. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it matches. Right. It's the same. It's like a set like kind of. table. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, true. you know, things like that, I was trying to keep it together and furnish the living room because I figured that's what we'd be spending most of our time anyway 
And so that was why. That's where you spend most of your time. That's where you spend most of your time if I'm here. I, if, yeah, but I prefer to spend my time in the bedroom. But there's nothing in our bedroom. <laughs> but that's why we should spend more time there. You know, watch TV, cuddle up. You're sitting in your chair and me sitting on the couch is not us spending time together. I know we've had that conversation. That's a, a conversation for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But I agree. So I already asked you, like, is there anything that I could that I could have done to make you not want to marry me? I had something that you could have done mm-hmm. to make me not want to marry you. I want to hear this. Better if- throw your future away. Over something, <laughs> something dumb. I just know it. <laughs> uh, no. Actually, it's your willingness to help. You actually will say or try to clean up you've even allowed me to designate you a cleaning assignment yeah Mm -hmm. and um i think if you hadn't been willing to help i think that would be kind of a deterrent for me like i'm not about to be the only one doing all this like you you could have very well and that's a good point i mean you could have very well walked into a marriage with a guy who's like no that's woman's work yeah and that's actually what i was gonna say if you had ever used the term woman where is my or woman do this or woman fix me this mm-hmm. that would have been a problem for, you do say it I, about, I might have started saying that more yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you say it but i know you're not serious about it because if you were serious about it then you might get choked or something but. oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no that's a good point uh, i am willing to help one of our our uh, obstacles that we have to get over is I'm willing to help even if I don't want to help. And if you sense that I don't want to help, you try not to have me help or ask me to help. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's just something we got to figure out between us. But I am willing. I'm always willing. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was good. I was like, well, at least he was allowing me to designate him the task of the bathroom. Right. If y'all ever come to our house and our bathroom ain't clean, you know who to look at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is my responsibility. <laughs> I do take blame for that. Um, what if... We moved in and like I'm leaving skid mark draws <laughs> laying around. For the record, I don't have skid marks in my draws. You know, I'm a grown man. I, I can use the wet wipes. Okay, <laughs> for all you grown men out there, I hope you're using the wet wipes. Oh right? yeah, wet wipes are a blessing, y'all. Y'all should use them. Just make sure you good. get the flushable ones. Yeah, because we did make that mistake. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, but what what if it was something like that? You you married this that guy, you're like, like super a... in love with him because when you come over to my house when we're dating and engaged and stuff, when you show up, I might just go throw my drawers somewhere where you can't see him, right? But, so you're saying if we were married and I found out, yeah, like we got married drawers. and then like I'm leaving shitty drawers laying around. <laughs> just I'm just trying to picture it. <laughs> oh. I- I would not be surprised. I would be like, that's such a gross man thing to leave dirty draws around. Like, not just dirty. Skid mark, poop infested draws. <laughs> that's funny. I, w- I, would, I wouldn't dare do that, but I'm just curious. To- so I feel like that would be, I would think it would be gross, but I think that would be a man thing. You know, this might be wrong, but I hope that like one of our friends who does not believe in shacking up... <laughs> Marries the love of their life and they leave shitty draws <laughs> laying around the house. That's terrible. <laughs> Don't say that. Do not say that. Do not jack up. Okay, it's not necessary. Uh, yeah, I would think that that was a man thing. Um, I'm trying to think of something. What if like a woman left her like monthly underwear? Like that's an issue. <laughs> 
Like you would have received a stern talking to. You. Like you know what I'm saying. One time I might have let it slide. Like you know what? She forgot that I was living with her. You know, I'm sure this is not a regular occurrence. So I'm just gonna, you know, long as she get them up when she get home. Cause I ain't finna touch them. You know what I'm saying? As long as she get them up when she get home, we gonna be good. You know, but then when it start to happen in the second and third time, oh, we gonna have to have like a sit down talk. You know what I'm saying? I had a friend who, um, this is so off topic. Oh my gosh. Well, like, where's the story going? <laughs> oh, you have no idea. I probably never told you this, but uh, <laughs> it's, it's gross too, y'all. Sorry. Parental discretion is advised. No, um, I have a friend whose mom used to call him upstairs and be like, <laughs> Look, I made Kool-Aid and like point them to the toilet when she was on her cycle. Like, yeah, cruel joke, right? <laughs> so to my friend, I'm sorry. And you know who you are. That's terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so, a- you know, stuff like that. Like if you was leaving that kind of stuff in the toilet, you know what I'm saying? That would probably be an issue for me. <laughs> I would say one of the benefits of living together before you get married is because the number one reason for getting a divorce is money. Or is that number two? I think number one is kids. I don't know. Anyway, finances. We ain't ain't worried about no divorces over here. Well, I was going to say finances. um, Because we lived together before, we got to work out how we were going to pay the bills. Yeah, we got to do some trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. And that transition, I mean, that changed a lot. Like, I think in the beginning, everything was 50-50. When I say roommate, I mean literally roommate. Like, (laughs) um, But then I think the more feelings we got for each other or the more comfortable we felt, in our relationship, the more we started sharing. Yeah, and the less of a business relationship it was. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't just transactional. It went from 50-50 to... What makes sense. Yeah. And uh, and now John pays most of the bills. I don't even look at him. I just take care of one bill and he does it all. And and She takes care of a really big bill, though. Don't let her uh, fool y'all. <laughs> I ain't out here just spending it all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But no, I mean, that's just, that's a system that works for us. And that's something I got from uh, my parents, you know, it's something that they had done before. So, mm-hmm. you know, but it's been working so far. So. And he pays for everything else, even my stuff. So yep. shout out to John. <laughs> um, all right, guys, I think it's about time for the best and worst. So. All right. So this week, let's just do our best and worst moving experiences since we're talking about living with people. Okay. I actually, I can think of something for that. You want to go first? No, I'll let you go. My best, I would have to say, was with the time that I moved into college. This is so random. So my mom and my dad were there. I don't remember if my sister was there or not. Maybe she was. Maybe she wasn't. It doesn't matter. My mom and dad were there. They were helping me. A lot of cool things happened that day. One thing was that my roommate, me and her, we went to high school together and when we both found out we were going to go to Georgia State, we were like, okay, cool. So we roommates. And we didn't know then that our dads actually knew each other. So that day, me and my parents come to the door and my roommate's dad answers and they looked at each other and they were like, is that, are you? And they're like, yeah, hey, how's it going, man? What's up? Like they had known each other from a long time ago. They were both in the Air Force together. I think like they served in the same unit. I don't know the details, but they had knew each other from way before me and my roommate were born. So I thought that was pretty cool. And um, also that day, 
we went grocery shopping. So my mom, my dad, and me, we all went to the store together. And maybe my sister, if she was there, maybe <laughs> maybe not, if she wasn't. Mm-hmm. But we all went to the store together. And I was like, oh. So my parents are divorced, for those who don't know, obviously. Um, and I was like, oh, this is my first time going grocery shopping or like to the store with both my parents. A lot of kids probably take those type of things for granted or don't even realize mm-hmm. those kind of everyday things. Have Did your parents go to the store together yeah. with you? Yeah. So you probably never even thought of it. But for me, yeah. it was like, oh, like we're actually shopping together and mom and dad are interacting and we're all deciding and agreeing on what we're going to buy for me. And, and <laughs> what, it, it was cute. I, yeah. I, thought, I thought that was fun. Um, the worst moving experience that I've ever had, oh, uh, getting into this house was kind of a pain in the butt. Uh, was that going to be your worst? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll let you tell the story. We probably have, uh, similar stories or similar feelings about that experience. So to you, yeah. John. <laughs> well, yeah, my worst experience was moving into the house and not because I wasn't excited or anything like that. Cause I was, it was just such a time crunch. You know, we had to get everything done in a few days. And it was all like coming down to the wire last minute, you know, so much to the point where they didn't have certain things ready for me to do my walkthrough. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I already had my refrigerator on the way and all (laughs) that kind of stuff. Like, Yeah, we had to put the refrigerator in the house before we even really owned it. Right. (laughs) We weren't supposed to, but, you know, the builder kind of turned his head (laughs) the other way. But so a combination of things like that. And trying to make the trips back and forth to get all the stuff out of the apartment in time. Yeah, and we didn't have any help because we didn't. (laughs) Also having to go to work, you know, the next day and just all that kind of stuff just made it kind of a stressful thing for me. So that was probably my worst, even though, you know, it was worth it in the end, of course. Mm -hmm. I was also worried about um, all of our parents being here because the last thing I wanted was like them telling us how to do stuff and what to do and where to put and all that. I just... Let me move in my house. Too many strong, opinionated people in one place. Right. It, it was a recipe for disaster. It, so. it, we gave them the disclaimer before they came over. Right, like, you are not allowed to speak. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so it wasn't that bad. But I'm, I'm glad it wasn't. That was something I was worried about. And we only didn't have any help because, number one, our friends had already helped us twice. So we didn't want to ask for any help. And two, we didn't know when we were going to need the help and how we were going to need the help because we... Everything was so up in the air. Yeah, we didn't tell a lot of people about the house because we were trying not to jinx it. Yeah. So that was part of that. Yep. Yeah. We did have some help, though. Um, Two of my friends helped, I think. Yeah. Not moving to the house. No, it was just your dad. You sure? Moving into this house, it was only me, you, and your dad. That's it, from the apartment to the house. Oh, I thought we did have help. Mm-mm. All right, anyway. My best experience was similar to yours. It was moving out and moving in with my friends. And I remember it was just so fun because we were all kind of pulling up to the house at different times. You know, I got a truckload of stuff. My homie pulling up with a carload of stuff. You know, we turn the music on and we get going. You know, we bringing everything in the house. You know, the jokes was flying. Good times. You know, just laughing and having a lot of fun. Um, The retirement home. Yeah, people even coming over, I think, to see the house and stuff like that while we was moving in. So, so, I mean, that was cool. That was real fun for me. It was exciting for me to finally be out on my own, so to speak. So, I think that was my best one. Cool. Yeah. Well, I think that wraps up our episode today. Any takeaway? Any final thoughts? 
Yeah, I would definitely say if you are going to move in together, it helps to get your own space instead of moving into someone else's space. I think that helped us a lot. Right, because I didn't have to infringe on her personal space. We got a new space all together. Yeah, and made it ours instead of right. him coming into what's already mine or me coming into his. Right. And do what works for you. There's there's no uh, rules to this game of life. Right. I agree. Do what works <clears throat> for you. If, if you don't believe in shacking up, by all means, don't. <laughs> you know, um, don't let anybody force you into a situation that you don't want to be in. But there's pros and cons to everything. Right. And don't let your friends encourage you either one way or the other. I right. Mean, Do what you think is best, not what your friends think is best. Exactly. Because if I had listened to my friends, then- She I, wouldn't be married. According to John, I would be married. <laughs> but I don't believe that. Man, you might still have- a, I'm too perfect. Have an amazing boyfriend. To but, not have you know, been wifed you just, by now. You just wouldn't be fiance. So. <laughs> you know, or wifey. Whatever. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, Check us out next week. We want to thank everybody for the continued support. Yes. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe, please, and thank you. Yep. See you guys next time. I'm J5. And I'm Dasha. And we are Tripping Tripping Over Over the the Broom. Thank you for checking out Tripping Over the Broom. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Tripping Over the Broom and Twitter at T-O-B underscore podcast for more information about upcoming episodes. If you like what you hear, tell your friends. Subscribe, rate, and comment on iTunes and SoundCloud. Any questions you would like us to answer or topics you want to discuss, send an email to trippingoverthebroom at gmail.com. Until next time, it's J5 and Dasha, and we're Tripping Tripping Over the Broom. Broom.